You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, which means Thursday Night Football, which means the start of Week 13 tonight. Let's dive into this game. The Dallas Cowboys at the New Orleans Saints. Cowboys right now sitting on FanDuel Sportsbook as a five-point favorite. If you shop around, you can find this game still at four and a half in some places where it was uh, before this morning. I saw it five the first time this morning. Cowboys uh, are the favorite here. Some injury news that is going to impact this game in a significant way. So, well, first of all, the Cowboys, we know, have a lot of coaches out, including Mike McCarthy, due to COVID. And then as far as the players go, Alvin Kamara not expected to play. His fourth straight game missed. Taysom Hill expected to start at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, his first start this year. And then on the other side for the Cowboys, it sounds like CeeDee Lamb is fully back from his concussion a couple weeks ago. And I did see that Amari Cooper is going to travel I mean, I, I have to imagine he's clear of COVID if he's traveling. Maybe it's just a matter of his conditioning and how he's feeling coming back from his bat with COVID. But I, 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 mean, I can't imagine they let him travel, right, and, and activate. Right. He's, he's, he's playing. Clear. He's right. playing. It's, it's a matter of how many snaps, right, is, is he – you know, we, we know that a lot of players are not the same coming back. They, they need a couple of weeks to get their, their lungs back and whatnot. So we'll see. But he's going to play. Lamb's back. I mean – Here's the way I feel about this game. I think the Cowboys, but I this is a, I just have a weird feeling about this game. And the line is weird, too. Four and a half, five. It's a, it's a, This is a bizarre Thursday night game tonight. Joe, what, what's your feeling, Joe? Did, did you have a weird feeling on last Thursday, Thanksgiving night? Because I, I feel like from the, the Breeze era, it's still kind of percolating that anytime the Saints are not expected to show up and you're going to the dome, like there's a big part of us that's like, oh, hold up, hold up. Are we sure? Are we right. sure they're quite this bad? Uh, both teams need a victory in a bad, bad way. New Orleans mm-hmm. losing four in a row, Dallas losing three of four. The McCarthy, all the coaches that are out, that angle, that's almost a nothing to me. I mean, when you see the headlines, six coaches out for Dallas, that looks like a big deal. But then uh, there's a strength and conditioning guy. Like, okay. But, okay, yeah, it's just another guy you're adding. Some special team guys, some offensive line assistants. So I, I don't quite know how impactful it is. What What is much more impactful is that Taysom Hill's starting, that Lamb and Cooper <laughs> are expected to return. The Kamara stuff is shocking to me. Because when I saw over the weekend that Kamara was back practicing – and he was – it seemed like he was close week after week after week. And here we sit again, and it, and it, it appears like he's not going to return at all. Uh, probably underreported, the tackles for New Orleans. Both 
starting tackles are questionable. Ramchek and Armstead. We'll see. We'll hear from Mike Dettelier later on in the show. Curious if he has any intel on that. Uh, that that's the big one. That could be just as big as Kamara uh, when you talk about both starting tackles for the Saints. The problem has been the offense, and can they keep up? I'm expecting the Cowboys' defense, even though it's a it's a challenging matchup going against the Saints' defense. Uh, you can't run on them. They're number one rush DVOA. They're number two rush success rate. So Jerry Jones could talk all about all he wants about getting Zeke involved in the run game and all that. That's not how you're going to score on the Saints. It's going to be via the air, and you're going to do what you can to at least um, avoid Lattimore a little bit. And overall, it is a very strong defense, but they do give up the explosive pass play from time to time. And we saw in the first six games this season, uh, Dak can go on a run. At the end... If we have a score that is similar to what we saw on Thanksgiving night between the Bills and the Saints, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, New Orleans is going to run the ball. That's it. We know it. And it sounds like Kamara's not going to go. Uh, they go run-heavy offense with Taysom out there. You're not going pass-heavy because if you do, you're going to be in a whole world of hurt. You might be calling for Trevor Simeon to come back in this one. Yeah, I mean, our listeners on 92.9 uh, down in uh, New Orleans probably are, are nodding along, Joe, as, as you say that, because, yes, the Taysom Hill factor is going to be a big one tonight. It's his first start. That, that part of it, I just wonder if – I wonder, Aaron, if the Saints could catch the Cowboys tonight a little bit yeah. off, off guard with Taysom Hill. It's his first start. And we know what running quarterbacks, like, they're just difficult to get a, a read on and a feel on. They can make plays when there's not anything there. And I, I, I agree. Just, that's a, an X factor. Right? I mean, we know he well, can't throw well, but he can move. There's just not a ton of tape on him, and I think it's um, a situation for the Saints, who are also desperate, um, lost four in a row. Um, the Saints have never lost five in a row um, in the Sean Payton era. They need this game, but so do the Cowboys. Um, but, you know, if you look at the COVID situation without Mike McCarthy, um, this is a opportunity to take advantage. Um, and they... it. Even though the Cowboys played last Thursday, it's not a short week. But in terms of not knowing that Taysom Hill was going to start until like Monday, it does kind of change the game plan up a little bit for the Cowboys, considering that, you know, some of their coaching staff is out. Maybe there is something to that. Um, I think that Taysom Hill gives the Saints a little bit of an edge. Um, you know, the strength of the Cowboys it has been... Um, creating turnovers um, with Trayvon Diggs, uh, with Micah Parsons. They've both looked incredible this season. So if the Saints are running the ball more, maybe they do have, you know, the opportunity, like Hill can extend some plays with his legs. And that's something that the other quarterbacks for the Saints haven't really been doing. Um, I think it'll just be a little bit harder for the Cowboys to game plan for the Saints or prepare for Taysom Hill. Um, so maybe he could come in and play well for a game or two. I don't know how. I don't think the Saints are going anywhere, and I'm not sure if they'll win straight up, but I think this could be a close game. I did see some people bring up last year. Uh, Taysom Hill did beat Cowboys head coach tonight, Dan Quinn, twice last year. <laughs> That's interesting. He had that run, right, about four or five weeks when he was in there, and he, yeah, he played, he yeah, played okay. Right. So to, to go to your point, Joe, about the Saints running game, a Saints run defense, like, the one time this year they got beat was the Eagles. But that is a different kind of running game, right? The quarterback's a big part of it. It's a difficult run game to stop. And, like, the, that's the Eagles' really only way of sustaining significant offense is using Jalen Hurts' legs. The Cowboys aren't going to bang their head into the ground tonight. Like, they're going to try to run a little bit, I'm sure. And then if it doesn't work, 
they're going to shift back to the pass game because that's where their bread and butter is. Like, if you have Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, what are you doing? Like, throw the football. Like, I, I think this is going to be more of a throwing game by them. So I, I, I generally think when we talk about props moving forward here, I, I think I, I can't imagine Zeke and Pollard each running for a lot of yards. Like, their props are in the 40s. I mean, the, the you said game script. Look, the, the bottom line is the Saints are really good against the run. I, Jerry Jones can say what he wants. I'd be surprised if Zeke is, is having a big night tonight. Why would you run into that wall if you don't have to? Yeah. If your receivers are back, what's what's the point? Uh, under at 47 and a half? It's probably going to dip down later today. Yeah. But, I mean, the Cowboys could put up 30-plus themselves. That's possible, even though the they Saints could. have a great D. They could. Uh, and they're coming the off Cowboys- a big offensive game last week against the Raiders. And the Cowboys' defense is ranked 13th in the NFL against the run. Um, so, I mean, obviously it just seems like they've got to take advantage of that. I do think generally it's closer to an under than, than like, I'm, I, I feel better about the under than the over. If we're talking about the side, you know, the total here, I mean, look <laughs> at last week, the bills put up 30 and the game still went way under because the mm-hmm. saints couldn't score. I mean, that, their offense right now without Alvin Kamara, I mean, the receivers are terrible. The saints receivers are awful. Like who are those? Yeah, guys? I know it. That's interesting what Aaron brings up because we talk so much about the Saints defense because that's the strength of the team. It's really all they can do. And naturally, Dallas, we talk about the offense. But when you start to look at this Cowboys defense and, you know, some people are concerned when they're not creating turnovers that they're not that strong. And that's fair. But Mm -hmm. you don't have to be elite in everything. They're pretty much top 10 across the board. They're number four in pass DVOA. They're number four in defensive DVOA overall. They're number five in pass success rate on defense. Uh, Yards per drive, points per drive. This is a top 10 defense. I mean, they've played to that level this season. And and maybe it's just the the hangover effect of seeing 36 points on national TV by the Raiders offense when they were down and out. But uh, I I have more faith in the Cowboys here. And I, I would jump on this four and a half, even though in the back of my mind, lower scoring game because of Taysom Hill, Sean Payton, great history as an underdog at home. That's that's a little dicey, but I just don't see how this New Orleans offense quarterback change or not, how they can possibly just keep up with Dallas. So go to the point about the defense. Uh, so we're still not sure about each tackle for the offensive tackle for the Saints, and they've missed both those guys, right. Armstead and Ramchek. So Ramchek was limited Monday. He missed the other two sessions this week. Armstead out of practice all week. So, Ugh. I mean, it doesn't look great for That's either tough. of those guys. Yeah, and Micah Parsons has been unbelievable. I mean, he just wrecked that game on last Thursday. If they don't have their mm-hmm. starting tackles, he might do it again. Do it again. Uh, as far as the props tonight, as we try to work our way through what will become the BQL Daily Parlay of the day. I've got a couple I like. Um, I like Dal- Dalton Schultz, the tight end for the. Uh... It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Cowboys to go over. He's at 42 and a half, I think I saw this morning on FanDuel. He's been about at 40 or so receiving yards every game for a while now. He's kind yeah. of a, become a big part of what they do. I like him, and he had a drop last week. I think he would have went way over his total if he didn't drop that pass on Thanksgiving. So I like him over. And have you guys noticed Dak Prescott hasn't run at all since coming off the calf injury? I mean, mm. I, I, I mean, he just hasn't gone anywhere. I mean, I, I think he's had may, maybe a couple attempts per game and not any yards when he moves. So he's his totals at eight and a half rushing yards tonight. Wow. I would go the under on Dak. Like I, I, I want to see him burn me on a prop first before I'm worried he's going to do it. I, I don't know if he trusts the calf to to push off and. And try to go. So I, I think those two are probably my favorite two props as I look at the board here. Look, I mean, I've lost enough money on Taysom Hill touchdowns. And thankfully, the book that I betted at last Thursday, they uh, they voided the bet because Taysom Hill ended up not playing. That was uh, very right. nice of them. I'm willing to lose more money on Taysom Hill to score a touchdown. You can find him at plus 190. It was a lot better a couple of days ago. I saw it at plus 275. But at, at about two to one tonight... Especially with Camara out, I mean, it's a little dicey because you're thinking how many touchdowns are they going to get? Are they going right. to get a couple? But hey, I I can't I can't walk away at this point. I've bet it enough. It made me a lot of uh, made me some profits last season betting on Taysom Hill anytime touchdowns. I see it happening again tonight. He's at plus one eighty on Fanduel as we try to as we put together a, a possible parlay that will uh, will throw in a lightning bet. So yeah, I would do that. I mean. I think that might dip even further by the time we get to the game. Everyone's going to jump on that. I was looking at Dalton Schultz um, anytime touchdown, but he went six straight games without a touchdown. He had one last week, but then you got to go back to October 3rd. Uh, I was getting frustrated. I I played that prop last Thanksgiving. I was getting frustrated because – he just wasn't getting as many looks as, as he seemed right. to be in the past. And they're, they're scoring all these points. I'm like, come on, get Schultz involved more here. And what yeah. wasn't one called back on a penalty if memory serves? I think it might have been, yeah. And they yeah. took it off. Yeah, it was. It, they did, because I remember I played it too. Or no, I yeah. was going to play it. And then I thought, oh, I should have. And then they took it off the board. <laughs> what but do we think about Dak tonight? What, what, kind of, what kind of night we're thinking about Dak Prescott? His, his over under passing yards is 280 and a half. Taysom Hill's 212. 212 feels heavy for Taysom Hill. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Dak, I'm expecting expecting a big night, but the game script scares me because the only path for New Orleans to hang around or possibly pull off the upset is for them to to limit possessions and go run heavy and control the clock. In in, in the Taysom Hill starts last year, they they had the ball for 34 minutes per game. So we know that's what they're going to do. How efficient can Dak be? Is he going to miss a possession or two? That that would scare me, but but I'm expecting a, a bigger night for Dak. Two eighty and a half. I mean, it, it is pretty big um, for his passing yards. So, Matt, but he's passing touchdowns two and a half. Week. Two and a half. It's plus yeah. money if you wanted to do it. It's it's plus one eighty two to go over. I would rather just bet on the Cowboys. Four and, a, four and a half or five instead of Dak over two and a half touchdowns. Because yeah. if he's if, if he comes if he's sniffing two and a half, they're winning. They're winning by f- five points. Oh, of course. I'm looking at Taysom Hill's career numbers here as a thrower. 
um, in the games he started. You know, I, I did say 212 feels heavy, but in three of his four starts last year, he did go over the total. He had 222-33 against the Falcons. You mentioned his career against Dan Quinn. Uh, 233 against the Falcons. He had 232 against the Falcons. He had 291 and a loss against the Eagles. They were down uh, pretty early, and he basically he had to throw a lot. He threw 38 times in that game. Uh, but he did clear the number. I mean, I, I think it's heavy, but he did clear that number. It is interesting looking at his numbers last year, Joe, against Dan Quinn, because you brought that up. Yeah. Boy, he did. But well that also him. scares me because Dan Quinn's probably knows him better than a lot of other people and is like, uh uh oh, this guy's yeah. not gonna do it to me again. You know. And he was but, with the tra- trash team. Yeah, he, he has better players now. Yeah, yeah, there was no Micah Parsons or Trayvon Diggs on his side last year. He didn't have those guys. That's that's a fair point. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with that Taysom Hill passing yard number because they could just fall behind by two, three touchdowns and they he's could. forced to pass again and again. Like even Simeon. He stinks, but in that Titans game, he threw for 298. In the Falcons game, he threw two, 249. He's awful, but once, once you're behind, you've got to got to pass, pass, pass if you want a chance. Yeah, that, that is it. All right, but listen, that, well, we have, I think we have the bones of a same-game parlay. We will, we will finalize it later on in the show. We got a lot to get to. Mike Dettelier joins us next hour off at Egros on NFL Week 13, and you guys know what's coming up next. We got to go off the board. That will be... Coming up next, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford. It is BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network.